Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of The Side. Uh, I am Uptown Bobby. You can call me Uptown Bobby now because I am on Instagram again. But don't expect me to post too much content outside of my job. Well, I am uh, K Clark, and you can just call me that because I'm tired. <laughs> oh, man, you tired for real? Have you, you had a, a productive, busy... Uh, week and a weekend you've been out here performing and living and working yeah <laughs> yeah performing uh an indie fit which is like part of our town's downtown arts and music festival Alec river fit and indie village is a part of that and indie fit is where different artists i guess it uh to the left of what the festival usually book uh performs so i perform there uh, did my first, technically it was a 50 minute set, but my first hour long set. So that was this past Saturday. Um, so how was, yeah. how was that? Cause you didn't have any backup dancers. You didn't have any backup singers. You didn't uh, have any, did you have backup singers or backup dancers? No. Mm -mm. So it was all I, you. Yeah, I never had backup uh, singers. So I always, I usually use tape backing vocals. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like. Was there a lot of did you were you did you feel at ease or did you feel nervous or like oh um, never there was there was nerves because I didn't know I was gonna actually know I was gonna do an hour until they first because I did Indie Fit 2019 and it was 30 minutes. But then uh this time I, I thought it's gonna be 30 minutes again and then about two weeks before the uh date of performance, it's it was actually gonna be an hour. And so I uh it gave me the option to keep the 30, but I feel well, you know, I just kind of I went back and looked through what songs I could add to the set list and, and which ones I could extend and things like that. And, uh, you know, had to figure out how I was going to talk to people just in between the songs. Cause that's actually been probably amazing. Maybe, well, I don't know if it's the most of it, but it's definitely up there. It's, it's stage banter. Cause it's like you're talking to people, but you're not like talking like we're talking right now. It's like you're talking like to get to the next thing. Basically, right, kind of like, kind of like storytelling almost, or like talking yeah. to the crowd. Yeah, sort of. It's like yeah, you're like talking to people, but you, but it, it needs to be like an endpoint because you because you you need to like, you know, keep going and not lose momentum. Basically, right. Uh, you know, so yeah, being yeah, so that was that was part of that part was like you know, uh, vocally, can I hang for nearly an hour singing? We know way to run off stage and have people dance or whatever or you know um so that, that was one concern too uh just the physical parts of it um but you know uh overall i was happy with it you know good good that's what's up so you do you feel as if you garnered any new fans after your performance um i don't know that's hard to tell because like with that for the festival it's like you know when with I can I perform and it bottoms up, which is our local gay club here. Um, which that's slightly different because I'm I'm performing as like one of a, a cattle call in a sense, and I'm for, I'm not performing my music. I'm I'm lip syncing to like other people's music, like it's very like drag race, but that's right. more like up front, like people in the club, you're like right in their face basically. This is like yeah, you know, people. Some people came to see me perform that know me, uh, but there's people like walking by that may like hear you. And they come up and they see what it's, what it's about. Maybe they stay for like a song or two and they keep going. Or people, and there's people that are like, you know, it's like more like a curiosity sort of thing. 
You know, that's people like they stick around, they pull their phones out, things like that. You know, so did I make any new fans? Hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, so I mean, some people engage with with me, and, and you know, um, at certain on certain songs they stuck around. Like I said, they put whip the phones out, and they seem to be into it. But who knows? So nice, nice. So this is a great segue into our first topic. Uh, as many people know who listen to the show, and just active in the music scene one of the biggest festivals in music just ended recently uh what about maybe like two weeks ago uh i'd say at least two or three weeks ago yeah yeah two or three weeks ago the biggest arguably the biggest music festival on the scene at least the one that pops off the music festival season coachella wrapped up and the biggest news from this year's coachella other than kid fury attempted to kill himself uh, mm, yeah, just quick shout out to K Fury. I, I did listen to that to, to that episode of the read, and I'm very glad that he's doing much better. Uh, no, he won't hear this, but you know, if by chance he does, I'm glad that he's doing much better and getting help that he needs. And I'm also glad that his co-host prior and the people around him prioritize prioritize his mental health uh, and not uh, the show and the the brand because that's so you know it's so so much to get the bag rhetoric this nowadays I'm, I'm glad that you know that they prioritize their, their actual well-being and not just getting to the money but go back to what you were saying <laughs> right right yeah and that was a great uh psa right there and yeah definitely glad that he survived that ordeal and is still here to tell the tale i hope he continues to heal and get the help he needs so yeah uh he even mentioned it too about it. <laughs> it's not frank ocean's fault but it is. But Frank Ocean was the headliner, and it was so like we forget how big of an artist Frank Ocean is because he's so mysterious and so mm -hmm. um I don't want to say fickle, but yeah, he just doesn't really like being famous. Even before this uh being uh tagged to headline Coachella, you just don't see him. You see him every once in a while. He might pop up in a Met Gala wearing some regular clothes, or he might drop a Lucy, or he might just, I don't know, post on his Instagram. But he was headlined, and I was interested to see, because I'm like, hmm, what is Frank going to do? Now, granted, Frank Ocean is not a great performer to me at all, live. Like, I've never seen him live, but from everything I've seen of him performing in front of people, it's very underwhelming. Like, it's about, it's like, it's like watching somebody in their room enjoying music they like, but unaware that other people are there. That's what it feels like watching Frank Ocean perform live. That's been been thinking something because I was I've been thinking about Madonna, quote by Madonna, uh, early on, and said that her manager, her first manager, said that she that she told her that she thought she thought performing like that that she was performing in, in along her room, and the audience was sneaking the peek. Which I like yeah. keep in time, but that, but in her sense, that kind of fueled her exhibitionism. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's what it feels like when, when Frank Ocean performs live. Uh, it just it's it's very underwhelming. Like, don't expect no dancing. Don't expect no. No, don't even expect really improved vocals. Uh, it's just it's just him doing some songs and flesh and blood. So I wasn't I wasn't my expectations on the actual performance were high. I just wanted to see what the fuck he was going to do and see if he was going to, like, do any new music. 
was this going to tease any new music? Just, just, just general curiosity because the man is so elusive. So, oh, and special guest, you know, he he's an industry darling, so he's done music with everybody. So it's like, ooh, you know, will Beyonce come out? They do pink and white, you know, will, you know, Jay Z appear, huh? Superpower is another one they did. Right, yep. superpower. Mm-hmm. You know, would Jay Z come out and they do? You know, no church in the wild. Uh, Tyler. You know, who, who, who? Um, none of that shit happened. Uh, matter of fact, none of us even know really what happened unless you were there. Uh, because Frank Ocean did not allow Coachella <laughs> to stream it, which well, was I, very weird. Oh well, I will say, um, I did because I heard a hoopla. I kind of, I heard, I started hearing things about the hoopla about what it was and what it wasn't. And, and King of Reeves did a, a a video about it, and I was like, well, let me just go watch it, you know, because because it was this whole argument book about well, about well, like artists don't owe us anything. We expect too much from artists, and people saying, well, this was it was that, and this and the third, and and, it, and so I watched it. I watched something that somebody streamed from their phone, basically, I guess, or whatever, and from from that. Wherever where they were in the crowd, the audience was with them for most of the performance. Like through all the stuff that was happening, like the first, I'd say the first 30, 35 minutes of it, it felt to me like a um a tiny desk planted on Coachella stage. Like he was very I know it's some reports that he hurt his knee or hurt his leg or something like that. And it was supposed to be like this is elaborate. Thing with skiers because they actually because actually does a, a hockey podcast or something like yeah, that and he nixed where, it. And what 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 the hockey players were saying we were supposed to perform with him but then he nixed it so there was that so to me at first it was like okay you know he, he sung I think Bad Religion a couple other songs which I do think Frank is not a a, a tight type of performer but I don't think you have to be a tight type of performer to help make a great performance you just have to work around your strengths because I know early on like Channel Orange era. Frank, when he's, he think he did like Bad Religion on SNL and, and one song, and he, I mean, when he wants to, he can be a very affecting, emotional singer, you know, when he's really locked in. And so at first it was like, okay, this is like, this is not the usual big Coachella, reach out to the way back of the field type of performance, but okay, I, you know, roll with it, you know. But then it was like, he started disappearing backstage, or like he wouldn't come to the front of the stage. There was a shit with the baby. Then they had the DJ playing and like some some random nigga twerking. Then they had like uh that was a and who was the New Orleans artist by the way, uh because people were so confused about it. A lot of people thought that was like literally a random security guard, but he's an uh, artist from New Orleans. Okay, okay. Well, and then the, all right. So the, then he had like his inner child playing the piano, and then he came over and said that, and then he literally just started like vibing to his own music and not even singing. And and through all that, the crowd is in the crowd. And at that point, I was like, you know, I was. Getting pretty much getting over it, uh, but but uh, the crowd they were still with him. They didn't really start to turn on him until he said, "Oh, it's a rap," and he left. He said, "It's my time." And then they, and they for a while like, "No, one more song, one more song." Then they went boo real quick. That's when it flipped when he left. But up until then, they were they were going with it, you know. Um, now, for me, did you have anything else there? Because I can give my, uh, I guess, opinion overall on it. But uh, basically, I'm gonna keep it real with you. He sabotaged that shit on purpose on some avant-garde shit, and that's just the nigga he is. He is a child of Kanye and all them niggas who get to a point to where they want to be impressive. They want to impress you, but they want to be unimpressive. It's like the shit Kanye did with Donda when he showed up 
and with like not even a whole album finished, but he just was out there vibing and mm-hmm. niggas paid hundreds of thousands of dollars of merch and just vibed with him and he just stood there soaking it in like a big ego trip. That's the type of shit these mm-hmm. niggas do now. Um, it's a, see, it's a me. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. It's just that type of um, snob art type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody understands but dumb niggas. And then when they leave, it's like you either pissed off or you try to take the moment and process it and be like, I was actually genius. Because I read a GQ piece that was like, the Frank Ocean Coachella performance wasn't that bad at all. And I was like, I mean, like I said, I still really can't defend it because I didn't see it. You know, I, I don't think anybody has, like, like I said, unless you were there, I don't really think you got it. You know, um, but it's just it to me. It just came off as some typical Frank Ocean shit. I'm mysterious. Look at me. Ooh, I got my money though. So fuck y'all. And I mean, I respect partly. I respect part of it because, like he did, like he got out that deal with a uh, blonde and that other album. I thought that was cool. But at the same time, nigga, you got fans. And one of the biggest running jokes about Frank Ocean is that he hates his fans. And <laughs> he kind of does. He don't care. Yeah, and, and see, for me, the and the older I get, I think is it's like the less impressed I am by that that stuff, like the stuff you described, like the they whole thing with Kanye, and like this with like Frank, like the less, uh, or even like you want to go back further. I mean, I was listening to the Questlove podcast, and he was he mentioned something similar, like uh, stuff like Miles Davis uh, turning his back to the audience and playing. You know, and Questlove saying when he was younger, he thought that was a shit. But now when he got older, he's like, oh, no, that's, that's not really like confidence or arrogance. It's more like fear, which your mask is in the fear is like, you know, what the, what the fuck you add to you. Because really it's like the fear of being rejected and, and showing that you showing that you care, you know, is what fuels like, some of these antics, you know. Um, not always, but, you know, but that could be some of it. And I think. With Frank, I, I agree with you. It's like on the one hand, yeah, he got out the deal, and he he got over, he got over in the record industry, which you know, good for him. And you know, you got your check from Coachella, I'm assuming, and great for you. But at the same time, it's like people still paid money to like get on a flight, go to get fly to this to this desert. They paid for their Airbnbs, they paid for the food at the Airbnbs, they paid for the mimosas and whatever else, they, or whatever other class one substances they need to get right. And they, they did all this to come see you. You know, the reason they they, they respond, they, they, they don't leave all the record company bullshit and all the industry bullshit that you hate behind for a second. They come, they're coming to see you do the thing that they that they love about you, that they assume that you actually love, which is just your music and performing it. And so, you know, I it's just like, if you don't, I mean, when it comes down to it, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. <laughs> you know, right, I mean, it's, 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 just don't do it. Like you, like you, you are in the top, Zero 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 one percent of of industry that most people are, would probably never reach. It is the music business, so it's like you you know you you're you know if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Like you know, Kate Bush been around almost forty years, and she's done like one concert tour and one I think one residency out of forty years. You know, if you don't want to perform live, you got the kind of reputation where you can just go away for four, five, six years, come back with something artistic and you know all over the place if <laughs> ain't watch me do my hands like that but anyway uh you come back to something like artistic and, and out there and people will follow you 
Shoot, if Andre 3000 came up with Sonny Marty, probably still follow him. It's, it's been how long since uh, Love Below Speaker Box? 20 years? You know, oh, yeah. like you got that type of following, they'll follow you wherever you go. So if you don't want to, if you don't want as part of your artistry, you don't want to perform live, then don't perform live. Don't come out here and, and play people face with you know babies and and and, and the children and all this other shit. Like I mean, and, and there's a way even even with that, there's a way to do that in a way that is artistic. There's a way to to to, to do all that in a way that doesn't feel chaotic. If I'm paying yeah. money to go out down to the desert and sweat my ass up and see you just vibe to your own stuff, you like you're home in the kitchen. I ain't paying for that. <laughs> you know that's the fucked up part. Like. Like you said, I, I I know a friend personally. He he doesn't give a Coachella guy vibe at all. But I know he he told me he went primarily for Frank because he's a big Frank Ocean fan, and I get it because Frank doesn't perform live like that. I still regret that I didn't go see him. I think it was 2013 or 2012 at Jazz Fest in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'll miss it because you know he'll go on tour again. Shit, bullshit. Frank don't tour, so. I get why his fans was like, oh, shit, we got to go. You know, we don't know when this will happen again. And then to get that, it's just, it's fucked up, you know? Yeah, like, it's, it's like, like, ugh, like the face that Will made whenever they, that his girlfriend took out her uh, fake nails. Remember that episode? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, like, uh, like, just like, like, he just gave us that. Like, I mean, you know, like with Lauren, that whole thing a few years ago with Tyler, Tyler, he opened his mouth, talking about some, you know, we need to respect her and what she can give in a moment. Okay. I understand to I agree to an extent, but like if you can't get your chakras together consistently to perform at least on time or like at least or like you're like a half hour late, I get it, or like an hour late, but you come on like three hours and the songs are not even like in the original versions, and you want to tell people like, you know, I'm worth the wait. You know, like it's just it's that it's that just it's the lack of respect. For me. Yeah, for the common for common yeah. people for fans. yeah, it's like it's, yeah, people people don't care. Like, even with I even put my night now as far as being on time, I, I put my down there a little bit. It's like you know, uh, I ain't go, I ain't see last year because I wasn't going to Brooklyn and paying all that money. But it's just like she she came on really late and then she was like you know uh, she made some remark about you know she'll she'll that way for me past so something she said like you know she said it in a, in, a, in like a joking way. But at the same time, it's like you know, she, people got jobs. <laughs> you know, they can't. You, you, y'all can afford to operate in a world that 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 doesn't work on time because everybody's on your time. You know, we don't we we don't have that luxury. <laughs> Hell no, because we the ones sacrificing, you know, our PTO and vacation and all that bullshit to come to these shows and pay all this money. So it's like, so and then somebody was trying to spin it like, oh, you know, he lost his brother. I mean. I'm not going to be insensitive, but his brother, it wasn't like he lost his brother the day before Coachella. You know, he's been grieving. Grief is constant. Grief, grief is like for as long as you live. So he knew his brother was dead when he signed the, the deal to do that shit. His, his brother being dead to have shit for that performance. He was going to get that performance if his brother was in the audience because mm. that's Frank Ocean. That's the shit he do. It's, <laughs> I'm Frank Ocean. I'm Mr. Mysterious and I have all these fans who like me because I did an album when they were teenagers <laughs> and they fuck with it. And yeah, you know, and I, I, I love, I like his music. I like Blonde and Channel Orange. But I mean, I probably, if he ever performed live again, I'm not going to break my neck or spend no money to go see that shit. Mm. I don't even think it's, I don't even, it ain't come up as, as like mysterious. To me, this came up as just like chaotic. Like, like what, like, by the time it gets to the point where the, where the New Orleans office was twerking, I'm like, 
what is this? Like, what am I watching? <laughs> like, you know, so, I mean, yeah, because it's like, it's like I said, it started off, I said the first 30 minutes or so was like, okay, tying this, but transplant on, on Coachella because he was at the piano, band was playing, he sang a bit, he sang a couple of songs through, you know, it was, like I said, it, was, it wasn't what you would expect for Coachella, but it's like, okay, it's, you know, like, it's just like a more of an intimate sort of thing happening. But then, like I said, that started, then he started, he wouldn't come to the state, come to the front of the stage, from behind the stage, the baby came out, Ram twerking, DJ set, you know, in a child, dancing, it, it just, you know, it just unraveled, <laughs> you know, and so, yeah, I just, if, if it was, if, the, if, it was supposed, if it was supposed to be chaotic, it was not well executed chaos, you know. No, at all, it's not. And I guarantee you that's that's in his mind that probably was what he wanted. And he probably went to bed relieved and like, oh, I ain't gotta do this shit next week neither, because I pissed him off. Whew. <laughs> the nigga is chaotic and he needs to be left the fuck alone. Cause he's not gonna drop any more music. I don't think he's ever gonna do another album, really. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and again, at, at when I was, that's 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 his I guess his choice. I mean, look, well, uh, depending on what deals he signed or whatever, but you know, whatever obligations he has, but you know, it's just like, Gerald's like, you know, artists be, you know, like I said, it's a balance, like, you know, that artists do have uh, some some respect needs to be given to an extent because, you know, art, creating music and creating things, is, it's a very emotion-based art form, and so it can't take a lot out of you. Yeah, it, right. it can't take a lot out of you, especially, I'm sure, sure at that level, it's a whole. It's, there's lots of things tacked on to add to that because then you, you respond to people's livelihoods and their mortgages and their kids. You know, it's it's the 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 pressure probably increases when you when you reach that level. You know, so if he wants to take his time or release music, or whatever, you know, um, then okay. But like when it comes, like I said, when it comes back to it. You know, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. If you want to go ahead and go off and do what you're doing before the pandemic, what he was doing these events where he were like. Uh, I guess host like DJs and play stuff that he liked, music that he liked, along with his, like on his own stuff. Then, then shit. Then hook up with Kendrick Nada, put together like a little club too, and and go, sis, go, Miss Franklin, do your thing. But don't go on stage and, and play people, play people in faces, and then you know, <laughs> just and call it whatever you want to call it, because you know, that wasn't mm -hmm. it. Yes, indeed. Well, while we're on the topic, we're just getting into all the good segues. While we're on the topic of Coachella and performing, uh, the artist who probably had the last most talked about Coachella performance, Beyonce, has kicked off a Renaissance tour. And yeah, what are your thoughts from the visuals? I saw some stuff, haven't really heard anything. I, I heard there was a snippet of her allegedly calling out Donald Glover, but I didn't watch it. Yep. Uh, did you see that? I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, she was in a a beehive costume, a bee costume or something. I hope I think I think that was legit. It looked like her, uh, but you know nowadays with AI deepfakes, who knows? But um, yeah. So apparently, uh, Beyonce had like a whole show. She did the little Uzi Vert. I just want to rock dance, and, which is very on par because Beyonce loves to chop up somebody's dance and you know make it her own. But what did you think about whatever you saw from uh, the cutting room floor of her? Well, I've seen. Uh, so, I love what I've seen so far. Clearly, the metallic is a theme. Silver, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, that whole thing is going on. I've even seen some shots from the tour book, which kind of carried that theme. I get 
definitely uh pulling from uh Metropolis, which he has before in the past, which actually more than a few female artists tend to pull from that uh particular movie. Uh it's a first lane movie from the 1920s asylum film. So um but I think I think that's probably one inspiration. Obviously, you know, disco and 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 Studio 54 and queer ballroom culture, all those things are influencing. But they they they're now it's just coming out in the we're actually we're getting the visuals. <laughs> you know, the visual I guess this is the visuals, the tour is or is the visuals at this point. Um so I like what I've seen so far. I mean it's definitely the outfits are great uh, that I've seen. Uh I, I did see a performance see a snippet of her performing dangerously in love. Uh as part of the set list. Uh, apparently she performed I'm Going Down as part of the set list, which you know, I don't know how Mary fans gonna feel about that, but um so then there's so uh from what I've seen and then the one part she's gliding in the air, she's on the horse in the air, it's like a, the horse comes in, in and out of, of the set. It's a very elaborate set and obviously you expect that. But it's just like, you know, I was still it was a kind of like a, a sort of wow factor, which you know obviously you want that for a show. Um yeah, I, 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 I think so far, I like it. I'm not going to see it live because I don't have the tickets, but, you know, I like it. <laughs> oh, you still haven't gotten the ticket? Mm-mm. Oh, man, don't feel too bad. I got a ticket in fucking Louisville, Kentucky, so I don't <laughs> know how this going to go. Uh, long story, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, it looks like you said it's a lot going on. I didn't know she did the Mary cover. Uh, but, I'll take the Rolls Royce cover, but, you know, Mary's is, is the most famous one, so. Okay, okay. But yeah, it's a lot of hoopla, man. I'm surprised this many people are watching it because I know previous tours, I know a lot of people wanted to avoid, I don't know how you spoil a concert, but a lot of people wanted to avoid <laughs> concert spoilers, but people are like, okay, watching shit. So that's cool. Um, I think I think it's good to see people excited about their fave, you know. Uh, I, I like to see people get excited about her when it's, when it's, when it's within reason. Some niggas don't know <laughs> how to say, you know, normal. But yeah, the excitement is cool. I know a lot of people spend a lot of money on them tickets, so yeah, they want to they want to see what's going on. I get it. I mm. but I, I I want you to look up that Donald Glover uh, shade though. Like okay. I said, I didn't hear, I didn't have the volume on when mm. I saw the clip because I was like, wait, is this even real? But yeah, because you know, uh, he had the is it a, a swarm, movie or a show? Yes, right. So I think it's a, sh- a show. I think it's a, I think it was like a series. I think. Okay, like a little mini series. I, th- I think so. Yeah. Which I still haven't seen, by the way. But I yeah, either, but I'm surprised that she would because Chloe was in it. So you know, well, you Chloe know, was... I think she probably was looking at the bigger picture. Maybe, maybe she don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I would think because it had. She had. I'm sure she has buzzers all through the industry that know about things that are happening. So I know she knew about the series before it happened. And especially when Chloe got involved, I know she knew about it. So I I, I guess I'm surprised she had shade for that. That was because she's 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 got, she's got to tell her own fans to stop, you know, swarming. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know neither. It, it is a bit weird. But I mean, hey, you know, when you're fed up, you're fed up. So <laughs> Or maybe it's just something she did just to have fun, just to poke fun. I mean, cause that, that's, yeah. that's what his whole thing is. You know, he's like, he's low-key ambiguous about who's the movie about, even though we all know who's the movie about. Mm-hmm. I guess she was like, I'm going to throw a rock and hide my hands too. 
But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens, man. Uh, I don't go till July, so I'm pretty sure by the time I go, the whole shit gonna be out. Uh, the only thing that disappointed me was seeing Black Parade on the set list, possibly, and I'm like, man, please don't do that shit. <laughs> I, I haven't that seen that bad, y'all. We ain't got a lie. We ain't got a lie. Maybe it'll be an interlude. Yeah, let yeah, let's hope that. Yeah, but you know, I mean, she gets to that stage now, have a career where certain songs that they're gonna, they're gonna show up on every tour. Oh yeah, ha- yeah, because it happens. Because like, just like with uh, Madonna, every tour you you don't get either you don't get Liza album Nita or Holiday, or you are gonna get uh for a while it's Candy Shop, and then but then and then for a couple of years it was Human Nature or Bedtime Stories. So same, you know, similar with uh Janet, you gonna get you gonna get the control melody. You don't get a little uh black cat, but she don't get even a little bit of if, you know. Right. So yeah, I'm excited uh to see what happens in person. Uh shit, if I if I don't sell this fucking ticket, which I doubt, you know. <laughs> I know I already made the commitment. But yeah, man, the girl is back. She out, she look good. Uh she got a lot of bells and whistles. I don't blame her for having bells and whistles. Maybe she like, look, I'm getting old. I ain't got, I ain't gonna dance this whole fucking shit. So speaking of that, real quick, so speak, you know, but aging entertainers or entertainers have to change the way they perform. There's been a lot of shade being thrown at Janet with her current tour by actually by other Janet fans, some younger fans too, were saying like, why is she lip syncing with so much of this? And it's like, first of all, Janet's concerts are about the performance. You know, I love Janet's vocals, especially the way she stacks her vocals, but the vocals are not the main showpiece. The vocals are part of a larger, they're part of the dance, it's part of the costume, it's part of the theatrics, it's part of the stage, it's the whole uh, piece. <laughs> and and it's like, it's, and also that's not new. She's always had a combination of both tape vocals and live vocals. That's going back to rhythm, her first tour, Rhythm Nation, or not that one, certainly the Janet tour, you know. And, all, and then also people saying, well, you know, she, you know, she, uh, she ain't hitting it like she, you know, the third one, well, that woman's almost 60. And to be almost, and, yeah. and, her, and, her, and her choreography is no joke. So to even be doing, even half, even, even bringing even half energy to, to, to a rhythm nation or if or uh, what have you done for me lately, that choreography, you know, it's not for the week. So to be doing that, even some of that at uh, 56, almost 57, you go and say in Juliet and then see how you do. You know, exactly. She's not. I mean, she's not. She's not. Is she, is it, is she hitting like it's 95, 93, 1990? No, but she's not dripping through it either. And you know, the crowd's into it. You know, from what the clips I've seen. So you know, I don't know. Just, I think when, when it comes to aging and entertainment, especially with well anybody really, because I mean, genuine has gotten his his licks. <laughs> uh, even Lloyd has gotten his kind of criticism because people showing his he's showing his uh he took up his shirt and his belly wasn't you know oh one tight um. It's like people, it's almost like it because they criticize the animal on the dancer, but also her outfits too. Like you know, they say, why she why she can't why why she all covered up and it's definitely it's definitely third or whatever, like her outfits ain't, you know. But then if she if she had to review an outfit, they'd be dragging like they drag Madonna for for doing what she does with her some of her clothes, you know. So it's like what what do you want what do you want her to do? You want to cover up or do you want her to be to 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 be uh naked or or next naked? Because she was she was that she dragged her for that saying she need to cover up because she old. You know, it's just like it's it's like they they can't handle, they can't handle the fact that she's aging because because it means that they're aging. 
Right. I think we need to get. See, this is another thing about black people. We don't give legacy acts. I wish people. Same... I think it's pop fans in general because they they not to get a river of shit for aging. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but but specifically <laughs> but black yeah. people though. I I think niggas like to throw legacy acts away because like when as soon as we see niggas do a TV show or they go on a tour, niggas be like, oh man, they must need some money. Which is like, okay, yes, maybe. But... I do. <laughs> this is how right. I make, this is this is my life. But same when reason, you look at same when you look at like, job at fifty five years old, right? But when you look at rock and you look at like you look at look at how many times Aerosmith has had comebacks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Or you look at the pay- <laughs> The, the fucking Rolling Stones still performing. And nobody ever says, oh, they're so fucking old. No, motherfuckers go pay good money and watch some old people do that shit. You know, it's just, or even, or like Barbara Streisand wants to get, do a show. Nobody's going to be like, oh, Barbara Streisand is so washed up. No, people going to go and watch. So I just wish black artists got that same grace. I think we're getting there more so because, you know, things like the Lovers and Friends Festival mm-hmm. and, you know, Jaw Rule and the Shanti go on tour every like, other year and shit, so I think we're getting better, but it's still mm. like, well, some of the, some of the some of that stuff they fault for like genuine, like he kind of needs to chill out, like <laughs> the falling on stage. Well, I know that yeah, right. the jumping yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you, you're doing too much. <laughs> but you know, attacking Jenny Jackson for using you know lip syncing at her age when she y'all should be lucky she even giving y'all a show that good at that age. So yeah, motherfuckers need to. Have some damn manners. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's just like I said. I think it is more has to do with the fact that they, they're uncomfortable with the fact that they're getting older and they see that their fave is older, which means they're older. And rather than accepting that, they rather just lash out. You give it, give it. Wait till about 2040, 2043. They'll say, they'll say about Beyonce. Just give it, give it time. They'll be saying the same things. Oh, she on tour again? Hmm, she should be covered in stretch marks. You know, um, <laughs> uh, uh, trying to put trying to put them outfits away. You know, it, it just you know what I mean. Just like it just people just will just over there. She cover. Oh, she's like a nun now. What happened to her? why she why she don't shake it no more? You know, you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> you, like can't you, can't, can't, you can't win. It's like that's 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 the game for you. But that's interesting though that so many women artists have to deal with that shit. I think the fucking beat yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It's hard on women, definitely. But I think even with someone like Jenny White, even besides the falling incident, uh, it, it's just like even when he was, he had a little thing to me with him dancing, doing a little head thing. It's just like, it's like, oh, he can't move like that. You know, he, I guess he can't move no more. It's like that man in his early 50s. He also, he also needs to chill the fuck out. That fall, I mean, he, 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 he do the, yeah, it's, it's, it's some doing, it's still, it's some doing of the most. But, but even with somebody like Lloyd, I think Lloyd and me are the same age, and Lloyd is having to come on stage with his t-shirt off, looking like someone in his mid-30s. And people was just like, oh. Just like, you know, just oh, like wow. this. Yeah, there's people just like drugging for that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure if Usher got him, had, you know, man, having to gain a little weight, they started coming for him too, which is like, you know, it's like, let these people, let time Past, I mean, I, I get that. Yeah, you want expectations of people, people, people to put on a good show, but at the same time, I don't expect them to be frozen in time either. You know, right? Yeah. I didn't even know Lloyd. I didn't, I didn't even know anything about Lloyd. It, 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 I don't think it was like as big as like what genuine scene, but it just sub. It was it, it made the rounds. Well, kind of like that Fifty Cent at the Super Bowl when he did the he dropped from above, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know he. 
I don't see 50 Cent every day. I don't even watch Power. You know, he look did he, does he look like he did in 2002? No. That was 20, 20 years ago. Hmm. But he got ripped to shreds. You know, people everybody call him fat. He was like, damn, you know, y'all, I thought I, I, I look good to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> 50 Cent probably is 50 or knocking on 50. Mm. Shit, that's an everyday body, you know. Yeah, even even uh, yeah. Just, so yeah, it's, you know, I mean, have expectations that people well, people perform. I, I get that. Have you know some standards, but at the same time, like don't expect. I guess have the same grace or whatever you want to call it for for entertain for music entertainers that you have for actors. Like I don't like you don't expect Denzel to walk on the screen like it's nineteen ninety one. So. Don't expect Jan to go on stage and, and and have the same physicality or level of physicality that she had in '93. You know, right? I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, so as summer's approaching, uh, what are you looking forward to this summer? Or what are some things you are consuming? Uh, let it be, you know, music, TV, film, etc. Uh, well, looking forward to later this month. There's a documentary about Donna Summer called "Left to Love You." It's airing on HBO that I want to watch. Uh, because I always feel like Donna. Maybe it's changed somewhat slightly now. I always feel like among the divas, Donna always doesn't always get her due, probably because of the other genre that made her famous. Um, so I'm glad that that's happening. The documentary is happening. Uh, trailer looks trailer looks good. It's done by the family. Which in this case seems like to be it seems to be a good thing, not a not a hindrance. So there's that. Uh, I just watched one about Little Richard. Um, I think about a week or two, week and a half ago. And I like I like that one about Little Richard um, documentary. Uh, it really explored his music and his talent, but also his own internal struggles in the back pocket he had by sexuality, sexual sexual throughout his life. So I like that a lot. Um, uh, music wise, um, I you know I think who I think you know who, who I think is up next, uh, Victoria Monet, because she's been mm. you know she's been coming with the bunch of songs she have Lucky Day Smoke is you know both the, the song and the visuals are great. She has coming with another one of uh, Party Girls, it's another great visuals. She's had visuals, she had great visuals before that. Uh, like East West Coast, I think it was the last one she had. That was a big one, you know. Uh, so I think I feel like she you know. Doja uh, over here trolling her fans. She better watch her back. Uh, so there's that. Um, I think Doja just being Doja just doing the shit she do, man. Mm-hmm. I think when that, whenever this, whatever come out, come out, if people will like it or somebody <laughs> will like it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I did listen to Chloe's album. You know, I had mixed feelings about it. You know, uh, I feel like. like it was it was like a one album made by two artists if that makes sense <laughs> um like it was sort of like <sighs> certain songs it felt like it felt like her and other songs it felt like it was like bottle numbers r and b stuff you know um mm-hmm. but i i i think it's good that she's on tour because i it seems like people really love her and are really engaging with the album and she's sort of like uh no, it's, it's it's like she can still kind of push be pushed through the, the initial sort of uh 
I don't know if you want to call it backlash or reaction to the album and sort of, you know, uh, keep her momentum going, basically. Um, hmm. Yeah. So uh, I really like Colella's album, Raven. Uh, oh, that's a good album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. I have yeah. to go. I want to go back to it uh, mm-hmm. considering that it came out, what, February? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I want to go back to it because that was really good. I'm glad she's back, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really like the album. Um, Bronze Avery, who's, who's like a, a black uh, gay artist. Uh, I like his music. Uh, he came up with something that's longer called Soft Metal, an album. That's uh, like, uh, it's called like synth pop or like uh, electronic pop music. I really like that. I listen to that. Yeah. Um, uh, or as TV, uh, Succession, and Barry are in their final seasons. Um, oh, this is it with Barry? Oh, why did he oh, catch yeah. up? Oh, yeah. And they, it's, they, they've, they've taken a left turn. Uh, are you up, are you up on Succession? Hell no. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, how, how far? Like, do you know the, the big reveal? I just, big... No, I don't. I just started the first episode of this season. That's it. Oh, okay. Like you don't, you don't know the, the the big big spoiler or you don't? Uh uh-uh, uh no no I haven't I haven't oh, no. Oh. Okay. We'll 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 get there we'll get there. All right okay, well, I'm watching that and that's it's it's good you know and, and everybody's still terrible and dark and, and and you know and and somehow captivating. I will say one thing was one episode they had last episode they had they had this one sequence they were, they were making the food and it was like it was like burgers and fries it was like it was like the rich people version of burgers and fries like little teeny tiny burger little little um portions of little bitch ass fries like it wasn't like nice fries it was like like fancy fries for fancy folks like fuck y'all but anyway oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> i've been watching that and watching uh barry um what's the show um uh, I, I i see i think the wu-tang series is back but i, I haven't watched any of it yet so hmm Oh, and the yeah. bear, the bear comes back. Oh yeah, next yeah, the, yeah. Let me get, let me grab my loins for that. Shit, I can't wait. That's an intense show. Can't fucking wait. Also, I need to get into uh, fucking uh, Snowfall since it's over, and the niggas love it. <laughs> I, I never watched it. Uh, yeah, but I, I've heard good things. I never watched it. Though. Man, I only I keep watching the first episode. I've been watching the first episode for as long as the show been on. And I never got past. And it wasn't because the show was bad. It was just because I get distracted or find something else to watch or something else to do. Mm. Uh, oh, Abbott Elementary. Another great season. Man, yeah. talk about quality the, control. The indication on that. <laughs> huh, that's about it. I could, that's, that's really it for me. Uh, Abbott Elementary uh, just continues to be a great Sitcom. It brought the sitcom back for me uh, on on network TV at least. I heard Grand Crew is back. Did you ever watch Grand Crew? No, uh, I I, guess I was just seeing promos for it, but I never got around to watching it. Yeah, it's it's not bad, but it's not great neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you you know you just be like, well, you know, at least niggas got a job. <laughs> <laughs> at least niggas got some work. Yeah, well, Drag Race All Stars is starting up already. Yeah, so that's that's one thing I'll probably be perusing. Okay, yeah. you know I've always wanted to get into that, but I don't know. It's it's been so many seasons that I don't know where to start. I mean, it, it, 
it's not like it's linear. <laughs> so I mean, it's certain if it, if you watch All Stars and it's like queens that have already been on the show, but if you it's a new season, then like it's you know you can jump right in. You know, <laughs> I mean, they, they'll they'll draw maybe like if they do draw on something from the past, it'll be like in an outfit or maybe like in a challenge or something like that. It's not to the point where like if you didn't watch seasons you know one through fourteen, you're gonna you're not gonna know anything. So. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, so that's then it's actually they're starting tomorrow, I believe. So, hmm. uh, mm -hmm. so the girlies are getting ready. Mm -hmm. uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Which I was oh, so speaking of fashion, there's also the Met Gala. So, oh, yeah, the Met Gala. Oh, and speaking of Doja Cat, she sold the show to me. I'm <laughs> sorry, that woman is entertaining as shit. you know. Uh, I somebody tried to make a fake beat between her and Beyonce. But I tell you what, Doja Cat might never sell as many albums as Beyonce or win as many Grammys. But baby, that personality, Beyonce could never have. Doja Cat is funny. I'm sorry. She's I would I would love to hang out with her. I would love if, you, if I had to choose, you know how they had a dinner with Jay-Z. If I had to pick dinner with Doja Cat or dinner with Beyonce, I won't dinner with Doja Cat. Cause I just feel like I'll be better entertained. Cause she's just funny as shit to me. She don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> Now that that I give her the fuck has had some problems in her career, mm. very brief problems. I don't even think nobody remember that whole Twitter thing. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think I think she's very entertaining. And then she was in character, the meowing and all this shit. <laughs> Just oh, top show. <laughs> yeah, I think she put put same play on the on the fact that uh, Miranda was honoring Carl Lagerfeld was a cat person, which you know that theme did kind of make me scratch my head because it was like on the one hand. You know, Carl Lagerfeld, great designer, yeah, but as a person, that nigga was trash. But anyway, you know, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful gowns, you know, beautiful gowns to quote the late great Aretha Franklin. And there were some beautiful gowns. You know, you had, um, uh, besides Doja, I mean, you had, uh, Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor, she, she did a good job with her, her look. Um, I want to say, uh, oh, uh, Carisha, Carisha brought it. I give it to Carisha. She oh, did. her and Papa Diddy. Yeah, did it. The, the, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of the men. The men, didn't go, the men did not go boring. Not all of them, you know. Uh, Brian Tyree brought his A game, you know, uh, with his outfit. Um, also, uh, I like, I like Janelle's outfit. I know some people didn't like it, but I like, I like Janelle Monae's uh, her whole thing that she had going on. Uh, or well, yeah, she does go by go she and they. So yeah, her whole, her whole fit, you know, I like. What she did with hers, uh, I give it to J Lo. She'll, 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 she'll give you a look. She, you no, know, she, she did, she did a good <laughs> job. Uh, Lil Nas X, you know, being outlandish as usual. It was, like, it was I appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So creative, mm. you know, it fits his image. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was all about. I just want to know what the fuck do they do? Like, what did the man Gallo after the red carpet? Do they go inside a room and eat? Like, what the fuck I, happens? I, I, like, I, thought, I, I assume they go in and eat because it's a fundraiser, isn't it? I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I, I have, you know what? I don't remember this getting this much noise or attention until like maybe like five years ago. Where it, it, it really, it, yeah, it really didn't because I actually there was there was um because you know I think it's either Vanity Fair or GQ was one. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was on one of those where she was like going through her life and looks. And the first thing she did was like her and Megal, like in '95, she said like you know back then it wasn't really a big deal like this. Now you know she did her own hair, she did her own makeup, she just picked the outfit that she had already, like a dress she had in her closet, and she went to the to the Met Gala. Now it's like a big thing, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's a huge thing now. Like I, I like I said, I really don't remember. And then the person to me that kind of made it big was like uh Kim. I remember she wore some shit and everybody was like, Oh my god, and then Kanye, you know, of course he do all the extra shit. But yeah, it's, this just really got big to me, like I said, but like you just confirmed, it's something that just kind of turned to something I don't, maybe social media is to blame, you know, like you know, now you have more access to it, you know, or you know. People well, coming harder. It, it could also could have been because in the 90s, you know, miles and miles of actresses, actresses, actresses and singers were actresses and singers. You know, they weren't expected right. to be. I mean, you have you have people who were singers who were like fashionable people and this right. stuff and this stuff with fashion, but they weren't expected to be like fashion or couture. Right. Like you know? like uh, <laughs> like when fucking I'm sure Hootie and the Blowfish probably got invited to Met Gala and when nobody like oh look at those Wranglers or, <laughs> wearing yeah. a fucking ball cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but now the expectation is like you can't at least at least for like the the pop star side of things like you can't just be like a performer like you need to be you know it's they, they the, the worlds have, have there really aren't any supermodels anymore so. Now the the models, quote unquote, or the people who are leading fashion, are you know the celebrities that are wearing the designers. It's not models that are becoming stars who are wearing designers. I mean, you still got the the, the icons around. You still got Naomi that will show up, and uh, every once in a while, Cindy Cindy uh, Cindy Crawford will show up. You know, and a few of the other ones. But you know, there's no new ones like that. You know, Iman, of course, you know. Right. So yeah, that is. Pretty much all we got to talk about. And mm-hmm. About to wrap up another episode of the Side Eye. We thank you all for listening. Thank you all for participating. Uh, once again, thanks I'm for coming back. Bob. I think we've been gone for a minute. <laughs> What'd you say? Thanks for coming back because we've been gone for a minute. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll have more stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm pretty sure more Beyonce footage will come out and we'll catch up on some stuff. I'll catch up on Succession. We catch up on Swarm. Just catch up on all types of shit and talk about. Because nowadays, I I like the podcast format because I feel like we don't have to necessarily rush things. Because I mean, we're a modest podcast. We're up and coming, so we don't have to break the internet. You know, we don't have to have breaking podcasts like the Read when Beyonce drops some stuff. You know, we just we here, y'all here. You know, we all here. We doing this one day at a time, people. So. With that said, I'm Uptown Bobby. And I'm Kay Clark. And thank you for enjoying another episode of The Sideway. Remember to always keep your eyes open and your eyebrows raised. And please don't let these people make you look crazy. (laughs) We out.